is the Voices of Misery podcast. This show isn't for the easily offended, so PC Police on Patrol stand by. You've been warned. Now, let's join the Nerd and Nerdette with another podcast for that ass. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's the Voices of Misery podcast. I am the nerd. Today is September 10th, 2019. Another podcast for that ass. And how the hell are you, ladies and gentlemen? You okay? You doing fine? I kind of hope you are because I am doing delicious right now. Yes, I did use a metaphor for eating with how I feel mentally. I feel pretty goddamn good. It's not the CBD. It's not the fact that I'm off work for the night. And it's not the fact that I have a cocktail nearby. It is because I am doing a solo podcast. And by the way, fucking A, man. What the hell is up with the word cocktail, by the way? It makes me think of like a bunch of like fucking sex in the city looking bitches just standing around fucking drinking like out of like a glass, like with the fucking like long skinny like base part in between their like thumb and their, uh, what the fuck, like, like I, I guess finger three and finger four because I don't know the name of finger four. Like if you're looking at your hand, take your right hand and put it down on the table, flat down, right? Palm down. Your third finger and your fourth finger. What the fuck is that one? You got the middle finger and one directly to the right of it. What the fuck is that one called? But anyway, that's where, like, they hold that glass, you know? And they're fucking, like, sipping some, like, fucking clear drink, like a martini or some shit with, like, a fucking green olive in there. That's, like, that's what I think of when I think of the word cocktails, you know? Like, I'm sitting here and I'm drinking rum and Coke out of a fucking faded plastic cup with a red straw that I've used a hundred times over that I got for the fast food joint. And, uh, yeah, it's not really classy, so cocktail really doesn't fit what I'm drinking right now. It's more or less, like, fucking this hooch. Call it hooch. I live in the South now. It's fucking hooch, man. But anyway, what's going on, everybody? I'm very happy to be back. I really enjoy doing the solo podcast, and it's been quite a while since I've done one. And I think I talked about this before. The reason why I haven't been doing many is because I've been doing a lot of interviews. But this week, there's a slight little break uh, that I found during the week, and I... I just kind of want to get back to my roots, man. This is how the podcast was founded and really came a long way from just starting off talking for my freaking car on a very hot day to, um, you know, now sitting inside of a very clear, crisp and clean studio where I can just kind of talk and everything sounds good. I'm not sitting there sweating my balls off. I'm actually sitting here in a pair of basketball shorts and a white t-shirt looking all yoked up or whatever the kids say these days. But yeah, man, I feel pretty goddamn good, and uh, it, it really does show how far the show's come that we can like take time off of doing the, the normal and just kind of go out of our comfort zone and into a different realm, you know? Today we had over 31 fucking 100 downloads, man. Pretty goddamn good for fucking Tuesday, you know? Tuesday when um, we have been releasing a lot of content lately. It's been at a really insane rate, man. Like, every other day we're recording something, not only because, like, my wife and I, we do enjoy talking to each other, but... Just because, like, you know, it's just something that we enjoy doing in general. And we like putting out content for people to listen to. And we've gotten a lot of good feedback. And we appreciate it. There have been a few comments asking about solos, though. And saying, hey, nerd, where's the solos at, man? I'm not getting angry anymore. And it's not necessarily that I'm not getting angry because I am. I'm fucking angry all the time. But it's just like we've been pretty much busy with other things. So anyway, that out of the way. This is going to be a regular old podcast. Now, I may, you know have to ease into the anger because I, I, I haven't I haven't done this in a while by myself. I haven't screamed and cursed and whatever I have to do. 
But I am in the studio, so I'm not going to go too crazy because normally I save my craziness when I'm in the car, going nuts, aka the sauna, just screaming and shit. And I think part of it was because I was dying from dehydration, fucking sweating out every fluid from my goddamn body. Maybe that's why I was getting so goddamn angry. I think the air conditioning is spoiling me, man. Maybe, maybe you know what? Maybe that's a cure for prisons. Stopping all the prison riots. You just give them a fucking air conditioner and everyone just chills the fuck out, you know? Shit, I don't know, man. But anyway, um, so I'm driving home from work today, right? And everything's fine. I'm talking to the nerd. You know, we always talk. This is a 40-minute drive home. I'm just driving. I'm zoning in and out of conversation. Not really the most talkative person because I'm thinking about the solo podcast. I'm nervous. It's been a while since I spent some intimate, quiet time with you guys next to the candlelight. And anyway, um, you know, like 40 minutes passes in no time, and I'm like hitting that home stretch where I'm hanging this left where it's like the final left. I have to turn, like the final turn before I can just go straight, then hanging hang right into my development, you know? And I'm sitting there at this long-ass light. And of course, I'm sitting there, you know, I got, you know, the nerd out in the line, and these fucking kids, like, they pulled up, and they got this, like, little souped-up Honda Civic, and they're, like, young, like, white teenagers. Like, I, I, the color doesn't really matter, obviously. But it kind of does for the sake of the story, you know? So they're in there, and like they're like you know some douchebags got like fucking pair of sunglasses on with tinted windows. He's got like this fucking stupid hat on. He like probably smoked a blunt or something. Who knows? And he's got like three chicks in the car with him. So hey, good for you, dude. I mean like they're all in high school, obviously. But hey, you know you're a high school dude. You're probably the only person in your grade with the car. So of course you're gonna have the three girls, even if you look like a dickhead. So he's got the girls in there, and like I don't know, they must have been listening to some song that was put on silent because like most of the time they're, they're blasting their music and you could hear it in the car next to you. So like they're just dancing to like fucking no music at all. And I look in the back seat and of course they pull up right next to me, you know, like I said. And I look over because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And of course, like the two like younger girls in the back seat are like looking around, like giggling and shit, like looking at every car around and they and one of them locked eyes with me and they're doing the stupid fucking dance, like their hands going up and down in the air, like they're reaching for like a fucking ladder or some shit that they did, like they're climbing a ladder. And, like, they're all just doing this stuff. And, like, they laugh and, like, 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 like you're fucking doing something, you know? Like, like you're having some sort of an effect on me. And I'm just looking at them with a blank look. And, and the whole exchange lasted. And the way I'm making it seem like it lasted an hour, but it only lasted about ten seconds. Actually, five. And then the light turns green, I just go. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, and for some reason this bothered me. I'm like, listen, are you trying to, like, insult me or something? Like, you're just doing this dumb fucking dance? Or are you just trying to, like, oh, look at me, you dumbass. I'm doing the dance. I don't know what this was all about. Are you trying to put on a show? Like, you think I care, you know? Obviously, I do as I'm talking about in the show, but in that moment in time, I was just more like, what the fuck? Like, why do you have to put on a, like, performance for someone, you know? Because they weren't really doing it, because, like, as they pull up, everyone was kind of normal. But then, like, as they're at the stop, like, hey, let's do something silly and, you know, just fucking get a reaction out of people. All right, they're getting one out of me now. At, at the time, I was just kind of, like, indifferent and just had a blank look, like, this, these fucking idiots, you know? And, and, like, this weird shit kind of happens to me all the time. And, like, I, I guess that's not really a weird thing. It's just certain things bother me more than they bother others for some reason. And I think it's because of the mental illness that I have to deal with. Like, the anxiety, depression, anger, bipolar disorder, all that crazy shit, you know. It kind of dispels out, especially when I'm speaking my words. I'm going to have a little sip of my drink because I'm fucking thirsty, man. I just got in the house. I wanted to get to this podcast. I wanted to get out there as soon as possible for you guys. This one's actually going to be released a little bit later than my older uh, solos because I wanted to do this one from the from the studio. And uh, my next one, I'm probably going to do it when a, in a more grittier atmosphere. If you guys want that, I'll, I'll record things from the sauna. Even I'm going to die. I'm going to die for you people. But if you want me to just go off and just scream and yell and shit, and, you know, I can do that again too. I might even do another ride along. I kind of like doing those, even though I have nothing to listen to in the mornings. I'm going to do that in the morning where I like burn through all my shit. 
maybe like a Saturday or a Sunday morning, I'm going to do a ride to work. And you guys could hear me doing like a ride again because that last one was so much fun. Hold on a second. Mm. Hell yeah, man. Nothing like coming home and having a nice fucking drink, dude. After this, I'll probably be playing DC Universe with the old lady for a little bit, too. She, she wanted to do something about recording tonight, but our next show is going to be a uh, preview for the upcoming events on Sunday. So we'll be doing that after everything gets finalized. So probably tomorrow night or the night after we'll release that one. Depending on, you know, how things go and how the nights go. We'll, we'll figure that whole thing out. We're not really too worried about it right now. But anyway, I'm, I'm driving home from work, and I get away from the fucking dancing assholes in the backseat. And I stop at the gas station because I have to pay our lawn guy, the old man who, who does our lawn. Um, I, I didn't have any cash yesterday on me. So I had to go to the ATM machine, pull some cash out, tell them I drop it off on the way home. He's always cool with it, you know? So I go into the gas station, and immediately there's some guy at the fucking uh, register. And they're, they're taking, like, forever. And the, the, the guy's, like, counting money. The guy behind the counter is counting money to the guy. I'm like, holy fuck, he's just giving him a ton of cash. Guy turns around, he's got a wad of cash in his hand. He's like, man, that never happens to me, man. Never happens to me, man. Never happens. Keeps repeating it. And I guess he scratched off a ticket. He won 500 fucking dollars, man. I was so pissed. So I'm sitting there and I'm cashing out. And I'm like, fuck this. I got, you know, I got, I'm like, I got to break this anyway. So I'm like, all right, give me $15 in tickets. So I had 40 bucks. I pulled out the ATM. We normally give the guy, you know, 25 bucks, which leaves me 15 just to buy lunch or whatever the hell I got to get at work. A couple bang energy drinks or some shit, you know? And I'm like, I'm going to take this 15 and win fucking 500 like this dickhead in front of me, you know? So the guy's like a nice guy, you know? He keeps talking and he's, he's showing me the ticket that he won on. And he's pointing out the numbers and the, and the accommodations that he used. And he stuck it on the wall. Because, you know, when you walk into a place and you get big big winners, they have, like, all the, the, the lottery tickets, like, struck up on the wall with how much they won with the receipt and shit on there. And this, this particular gas station has a ton. And he's like, this guy's a magic guy, man. This guy right here, every time I get a ticket, I almost win almost kind of money. But I don't win this much, $500, yes sirree. These fucking Southerners, you know? And I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm like, all right, let me pick these out. I'm going to win 500 bucks too because I'm buying a $10 ticket and a $5 ticket. The ones that you normally buy that are, you know, the higher yield, you, you normally win something. Even if you win five bucks, you might win your money back. But there's always that chance you could hit the big one. If you ever buy like a $1, you could buy 10,000 $1 tickets. And you'll probably win like $1,000 back because you might get like a $1 here or $2 here. The most you'll ever see off of those is like a 5 or a 10. If you're very lucky, those are very extreme circumstances. Getting a $10 winner on a $1 scratch-off is like winning a million dollars off a $10 scratch-off. Seriously, the odds have to be like that crazy. But anyway, the guy, he buys like $100 worth of $10 tickets and leaves. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I got my tickets. I come in the house and I'm like, man, I'm sitting there spending the money already. I got a million dollar ticket and I got like a $250,000 ticket. And I get in the house, and I'm like, all right. And I'm very superstitious. It's weird. So I fucking grab, like, a penny from the car in my left hand. And in my head, I'm like, if, if I switch hands with this penny in there before scratching my ticket, I'm going to lose. But if I keep it in this hand, I'm going to win. Like a weird game of fate. Like the numbers are going to change mysteriously underneath the fucking uh, whatever that, like, weird sandy material is that you scratch off. You know, so I, I get in there. I, 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 I remove all my clothes. And I'm holding this penny in my left hand, thinking this is the fucking magic penny. So I'm sitting there like, all right, fate is going to win. So I'm like, all right, I can scratch a little bit. I can switch to my right hand. And then, you know, the magic won't wear off or whatever the fuck. I'm fucking weird, man. I tell you, my I got all these weird ideas and thoughts and shit. People saying things in my head. Anyway, I'm scratching the ticket off. And then it just goes and goes and goes. And then I'm like, all right, fine. I switch to the right hand. I finish it off. Lost. All right, cool. I got the, the big million $10 ticket. All right, I'd rather not win a 250. I want to win the $1 million ticket, you know? So I scratch it off. 
lost again. So I just pissed away 15 freaking dollars when some asshole just won 500. He's probably won 500 more each fucking ticket because that's what happens. Some people are destined to win and some people are destined to lose. And I am fucking losing. So yeah, there you go. There's my fucking lottery thing, man. I don't know what I don't know what it is about those tickets too. It's like I think if you buy a roll every like five or six ticket in line, like fifth or sixth ticket in line, um, might be like a small winner. And then I, there's got to be some kind of numerical thing to it, which is crazy because like when I used to work at a place where we would have lottery tickets, if I saw someone come in and buy like five in a row and you got the annoying assholes that would like scratch them off in front of the register off to the side where they're just kind of like lurking at the counter and shit, just handing you tickets and you're just stuck with them until they finally cash out or fucking go broke. And like, after they would go, and if they didn't have a winner, I would buy a ticket right off the rack right after them, and it would normally be a winner. But I don't have that luxury, just being some regular sh- fucking Joe Schmoda walks into the store, because you don't know how many tickets lost beforehand. So, I mean, the very next one that I'm buying could be the winner. But the one before me could have been a winner, and this could be a loser. So you're sitting there, and you got all these possibilities in your head, you know? I think it's impossible to win two tickets in a row, unless it's like a $2 and a $50 winner. Like, they might put like a, a shitty one in front of a good one. Who knows, man? Just to keep you buying them. They're very addicting, and I fucking hate them all because, like, I, I mean, I don't have, like, an addiction problem with these things. I only buy them, like, once in a while when I go to the store. I have been buying them more lately because, like, as, like, you know, you you look at your, your debt and your timeline for paying it off. You're like, man, all I need is one fucking ticket, and that'll fucking cure all my problems. But it can't just be a $50 winner. It's got to be a $50,000 winner, and even that's not enough. You need the 250000 winner. Now, that's the one, you know? So... I mean, like, they get you with the dream, and I, I, I blame a lot of it on, like, the just debt in America in general, man. So many people are in fucking debt due to whatever reason, mostly school probably, but there's so many reasons to be in debt, and there's one quick fix, that motherfucking lotto ticket. And they're making a ton of money on that shit, man. Can you imagine if they taxed lottery tickets? Imagine that. They taxed lottery tickets. Imagine what you could do with that tax money. Just imagine. We could pay off student loans. That's the real fucking lottery. Imagine that. Just imagine that shit. Just think about it, man. So I buy a $1 scratch-off ticket in New York. All right, that'll be $110. $5.50. Okay, for five. You know, whatever, man. Take that money and fucking re- reinvest that shit, you know? Give that shit to the uh, student loan people. Like, pay off your debts that way. Why has no one ever thought to tax the lottery? I mean, you're giving away free money, you know? Fuck it, why not? Why not ta- why not take a little bit more for these addicts that go out there and buy like $100 at a time? That, that's 10 bucks going towards paying off someone's student loan. And these things, they sell, man. They sell. Imagine, like... So, I mean, I don't really know much about the lottery. But the, I'm just going to give, like, my idiot logic towards it. So, let's say if there's a um, $100 million uh, jackpot, you tax that by 10% in New York, and what do you got? A lot of fucking money that could be going towards paying off student loans. So, take those taxes. Like, like why don't the Democrats do that since they want to pay off everybody's shit so bad? Why don't they propose that? I would vote for them in a heartbeat. Because it's a great idea. Tax a lottery. Why the fuck not? You're throwing away your hard-earned money towards a dream that you're never going to win. At least help someone, you know, fulfill their dream of paying off their student loans. And it'll help pay off yours, too, because everything will be forgiven if everyone's gambling their money away. And I know there's some fucking smartass out there, like, fucking breaking down everything I'm saying and just making me sound like a real asshole. But I don't care. It's my podcast, dickhead. But, yeah, that's pretty much it, though, man. Uh, that's all I wanted to say about that whole thing. Um... Shit, what was I? What the fuck? And I write these fucking notes down for myself, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to write this note down. And I'm going to remember what I talk about during the podcast. Now, I write this note down. It's just one word. 
And I'm looking at it now, I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it's for. Oh yeah, here we go. So uh, there was a couple of, couple of guests that were supposed to come on the show, and I got a couple of guests that did come on the show recently. Now, the thing about having guests on your podcast, for those of you that don't know how to get a, a guest or don't you know, uh, have the, the knowledge or, or, or the contacts and shit like that, you know, um, it, it, it's, very, it's very easy to reach out to somebody. But then you reach something called an agent. And what an agent wants is proof that you have a podcast. Now, any, any asshole can send a link. Um, they don't care what you're saying. They care about your numbers. So what I was doing was I was reaching out to people that were highly unattainable. And I would always get an agent, you know, and because uh, they never check their own email, with the exception of like a couple that I've talked to that I got coming up soon. And what they do is they go, all right, so what are your podcast numbers? Um, like, what is your reach? What can my client gain from going on your show? And I'm sitting there trying to flex my chest recently. I'm like, yeah, I got 50,000 downloads already this month. And it's fucking, you know, 10 days in. And it's like, what? That's not good enough. Goodbye. And I'm like, what? Who the fuck are you? You know? And uh, anyway, I mean, I'm not going to call people out because maybe they want 60,000. And, you know, I'll have that in a couple of days. And then maybe I'll, I can present it to them and get them on then. But it's just, it's just weird, man. Um, it, it, it's, it's not cool. That's why I kind of want to take a day off just looking for people and responding to emails because the email has blown up. There's a lot of emails in this damn box I haven't even gotten a chance to check yet from random people wanting to get on and shit like that. It's gotten very overwhelming, but I enjoy it. I mean, I mean, it's cool. I'm not going to complain. I'm not complaining at all. I, you know, when we started the thing, I kind of wanted to just do this, what I'm doing right now, and interview people off the street. But, I mean, and I will get to that eventually because I've, I've already done one with Mary and I love the hell out of that one. One of my personal uh, favorite pride and joy moments was having her on because it was it was cool, you know, just having the real person on the show. I enjoyed it, but yeah, like some some of these celebrities, man, they're fucking brutal, dude. Like, and it doesn't even matter. It might not even be a celebrity. It might just be someone from the past. You're reaching out to them or like a adult star or whatever, and they're like, "Hey, what's your numbers?" And and they're the most um, demanding, I guess. Like, you, you reach out to somebody, and and with the exception, the ones that were on were really fucking cool. So. I don't know, but you always have the show numbers, you know, and when you show them like what you have to offer, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I can work with that. You can help me. So there you go. You can promote it. And a lot of people will listen to it. It'll reach a lot of ears. I mean, it's basically a two way street. No one's going to do your charity. I mean, no one's going to do charity for you. If that's what you're in the game for. Uh, yeah. You need to get the fuck out. <laughs> so, yeah, man, I mean, that's just pretty much it. But yeah, there's this uh, agents, man. I mean, I understand what their job is, what their function is, but man, they can be tough fucking customers to get. And it's like, they're like this big roadblock before you get to the final boss. You know, it's like, you got to kill everything. You got to kill the, the fucking thug. And then you're fighting the final boss and you know, you, you get to your celebrity and you get your interview, but it's very tough, especially if, if, if you're like a, like a lesser known podcast, if you don't have any listeners, like if you've got a less than a hundred a month or whatever the hell the deal is, they're not going to listen to you. If you've got less than 10,000 a month, they're not going to listen to you. you got to be like a fucking major player in the game. And even if you you have, like, I mean, us, I think we're small fish. But I think our numbers are pretty goddamn decent, you know, like we're, we're getting a lot better. But, I mean, even with the numbers I'm putting up or me and the wife are putting up on our, in our you know, duo podcast, we're sitting there showing all sorts of detailed data, you know, and how much feedback and shit we got. And some of them are just like, nah, it's not quite there. You're not fucking, you know, Joe Rogan. I'm like, of course, no one is. You know, there's only like one or two like that, you know. But, you know, whatever. I mean, we, you could just do what you can with what you can. No one's going to no one's gonna do you any favors. So that's just a question that I've been getting a lot lately. You know, just emails and shit like that. Twitter replies and responses and DMs and uh, shit like that. You know, the Facebook page and thing. you know. 
So that, like, that's like the number one thing I've been getting from, from feedback. It's like, how are you getting these people? It's like, well, you got to have something to show for it. You can't just, I mean, if, if someone's doing a podcast for free, they're going to want something out of it, some kind of publicity. So at the end, when you're like, hey, uh, you want to plug your stuff, if like 31 people a month are listening, you know, I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> they, they don't want to come on there. They need proof that what they're doing isn't for, for naught. So there you go, guys. I mean, like, I hope that's not... um. A, a deterrent, you know, just keep plugging away, and eventually, like, you know, you got to reach out to other uh, podcasts, but they got to be good, they got to be on equal playing ground, and shit like that, because, like, no one's going to give you a chance if, if you're if you're not, nothing, you know, you just got to, I don't fucking know, I'm just rambling right now, but yeah, I mean, it took me 20 minutes, but I'm getting to the main point of my topic, just a question I wanted to ask, and I wanted to get your guys' um, thoughts on this. We were watching a TV show the other day, and uh, we also watched the news because we're we're big news watchers um, around here in the uh, Casa del Nerd. So we were watching something about like serial killers and shit like that, and then you know once that was over, then it, it wasn't like the like the heavy hitters. It was like the nerds, you know, um, it was like random people that kill people and shit. And then we watched the, the news afterwards, and it's like, oh, so-and-so killed so-and-so, and then you found this body here, and this body was here, and another one. And then me and Nerdette got to talking, and I'm like, what the fuck drives someone to kill someone else? Like, what, what, what can possess someone to take someone else's life? And I'm sitting here trying to run through scenarios, like, when would I, what would it take to drive me to murdering somebody? Now I do have anger issues and I do have mental illness, right? And like by, by anger issues, it doesn't mean like I like I don't like snap and shit like off the off the top of like drop of a dime or whatever. But it's like I, I do feel like a inner like turmoil once in a while. But it's not like mentally where I don't know right and wrong because that that's where these killers go. It's just like a inner turmoil is just like how should I react to the situation? You know, should I be mad? Should I not be? How do I stop being mad and shit like that? Like how do I stop the the thoughts in my head that are making me feel this way. Now, there's um, there, there's just a different breed of human being I think out there, man. Where like they just they they just want to eliminate whatever is the root cause of their problems, which which is wrong. And whether that is um, a, like a jealousy thing, or you have a spouse that cheats on you, and you want to eliminate that person because you're just done with it. You would rather erase the problem than deal with it and move on. Maybe that's another part of it, you know. Uh, but I, I came to the realization that I would kill someone if they ever affected my family, like came after my family. That's probably the only way I would do something. If someone like raped my daughter or uh, like beat my wife up or some shit or like, I mean, like that's this is. I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like the the absolute like breaking point for me to just inflict some sort of fatal harm on somebody where they can't come back from it, you know. And this is just where my mind goes because I mean I I mean I I, I was up last night. Uh, we went to bed at like 9:30, and I woke up at 11 sharp, and I was up from 11 till three. So I mean, just tr- tossing and turning, grabbing the iPad for about 15 minutes at a rip, trying to go back to bed and just back up and just going down the rabbit hole. Hours pass and here I am, fucking dead tired, after having a long full day at work. Very very satisfying day at work. Kick some ass today as usual. A little sipsky here, my drink. And um, yeah, man, I, I just came to that realization that like that—that's what would draw me to the breaking point, the mess with the family. If anybody ever like broke in my house, or, like scared my kids, or threatened any kind of physical harm on my family, then that's that's that—that's when it's over. 
So you look at some of these cases in the news where it's like, all right, a drug deal gone wrong. And it's like, really? You're going to kill someone over a fucking drug? Over money? Over shit that can easily be replaced, you know? I mean, as a man or as a woman or whatever, your primary job in life is to provide for, you know, people that you care about, you know? People that are in your immediate family, people that are in your household, people under your direct care. That's what you're supposed to protect. Money comes and goes, man, you know? It's just... It's something that can easily be replaced. You can always make more money, whether you're, you know, employed or unemployed. You can, you can make money. You can. I like. There's a guy. He uh, when I whenever I used to pull up to the gas station at my old location before I transferred, um, I used to pull up at the gas station to get my morning, you know, energy drink or whatever the hell I would get. And he would be out there, you know, on his bike. And he would have like a mop bucket, a sponge, and some soap, and he would be like, "Hey man, can I wash your windshield?" You know, like. 250 or whatever the hell he charged. I give him a five or whatever if if I had the time to, to, to wait, you know, because I was kind of pushing the envelope a little bit, getting to work on time. And that's what I respect. You know, the guy's making his money and, you know, he probably makes about 20, 25, 30 bucks a day. Enough for him to get his, you know, his pack of cigarettes, some food in his belly, and a couple drinks, you know, just, just to keep him going. And it's like he earned that money. He's, even though he's homeless or poor, doesn't mean like he's not earning his money, he's earning it. So you can always get more money is basically the point I'm trying to get at. Whether you work 40 hours a week or you're doing what he's doing, you're earning honest money. Um, but it, it can easily be replaced. Money's paper, you know, it's, it, it's paper. Someone can walk up to you and give you a handful of it and just be like, go about your day, you're blessed, my son, whatever. And I know I'm going off the rails a little bit here because it's almost at that 30 minute mark. And, uh, yeah, I am going to keep these at around 30 minutes still, unless I have a guest on. But, I mean, these are solos for a reason. I kind of like the time to talk to you guys about shit. But, I mean, money can be replaced. Um, like, this stupid shit. Like, pe like, people kill each other if you step on their fucking shoes wrong or if you beat them in a game of basketball, which is something I saw in Worldstar. This guy was getting, like, beat to death damn near because he beat someone else in a fucking game of basketball. You got people fighting over Popeye's chicken sandwiches because apparently that's a fucking delicacy in certain parts of the world where people want that shit so bad, you know? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Now. Like, people can just be so goddamn clueless, and I think it's because we're given so much nowadays. We've got the internet, we've got iPads, we've got phones that talk for you and tell you where to go, we've got cars that drive you, we've got all these things in life, and we've got all these fucking indulgences that fucking just make you feel like, you know, you're on top of the world and nothing can get in your way. And it makes you feel special, it makes you feel important, makes you feel like, you know, you are the only one in the world. And when you don't have that and you get some kind of adversity in your life, the first thing you do is just attack because you don't know how to deal with anything. No one knows how to deal with being told no anymore, that you're not special or anything like that. God forbid you say no to somebody like you're going to make this happen right now. You know, like uh, like uh, the chicken sandwich people, they go to Popeye's and Popeye's ran out of chicken. They said, we're sorry we ran out of chicken sandwiches. And this is something that happened, like I guess, globally. There's like a mass shortage of these fucking sandwiches that are supposed to be so good. And there's a video online that shows how easy it is to make it at home. So there you go. People are lazy. They want someone else to do it for them. So this is the case of entitlement here. I want this chicken sandwich. And so anyways, people are going to these things and, and they're like attacking the, the workers in certain locations. It's not like happening everywhere, obviously, because, you know, of course, you know, there could be like 100,000 Popeyes in the world and they're only showing like five or six videos around the world. So very isolated incidents, but still it shows how stupid people are and just how fucking desperate they are.
for shit that they can't have in that given moment. When we live in a right now, you're given everything in this moment, society. It's, it's just it's just pathetic, and um, people are basically fighting and killing each other over dumb shit. That's basically what I'm trying to get at. There's really no point to any of this anymore, you know. Um, we just got to get back, I think, as far as people go, where we are, you know, just clear-headed, clear-minded. We respect each other to a point. We respect each other until we're not respected, you know, and just stop being so goddamn sensitive. Because at the at the end of the line, man, I mean, none none of this is gonna matter. When we're fucking six feet under the ground, you know, our lives will have been just as meaningful as the guy laying next to you on the ground, you know. You all start the same, you all end the same. That's basically what I wanted to get across with this podcast, you know, just... Fuck, this podcast has no fucking point. My solo's never had a point. I have a topic that I just want to get a couple words out, and hopefully people listen to it, you know? I would love some feedback on this one, man. Um, just on any podcast in general, I mean... I, I really do implore you guys to go back and listen to some of the older solos, which are basically anything under, I, I would say, 40 minutes, because I, I did go a little long on a couple of them. Maybe like 45 minutes might have been my longest solo... But I, but I want you guys to go back and listen to some of these, you know, because these are like my uh, passion projects. This is what goes on in my head at night, you know, the, just the weird things that keep me up all night long. And no, um, I haven't gone to the doctor. I did try to see one, and I, the my employee uh, benefit, they have like some line where you can call and they like look for physicians in the area and like mental health people. But I have to have a primary physician, and I have not seen a doctor in well over a decade. So you have to get referred to a head doctor to go get pills. And it's like, do I really want pills? Do I want to be medicated? No. So, I mean, I, I just don't know. I just got to deal with the shit. I'm taking CBD, but that's not really doing the trick for everything. I mean, it, it, it's doing it's doing wonders for my psyche. But I'm not sleeping well, which fucking sucks. Because I think not sleeping and the insomnia has really driving me to another uh, dark place, I guess, at certain times of the day, you know, um, like later on in the day, early in the morning, I got my energy drink and I have another one in the afternoon, but then from the afternoon until the time I try to go to sleep at night again, it's just, it's just shitty, man. And you, your thoughts get worse and worse. And I guess the power of sleep itself is just a really fucking powerful thing. I mean, the more rested you are, the better you feel and the better you are. So I just got to go to fucking sleep, man. And on that note, I will be going to sleep after playing some DC universe for a little bit and hopefully getting laid. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, this one's going about a half hour, and I feel good. I feel like I got the monkey off my back, and I'm ready to do these again weekly. So hopefully every Tuesday I'll be able to do this again, with the exception of interview weeks. You know, um, there there still may be one this week. We'll see what happens. Uh, I don't know yet. I do got a couple things in the can that I don't want to release just yet because I'm trying to spread them out for when the holidays come around. Hint, hint. There's a couple things coming up next month, and they're themed. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm giving you. But anyway, until then, you can check us out on Twitter at Voices of Misery. You can email us on uh, Gmail at VoicesMiseryPodcast at gmail.com. Facebook is still not the fuck here yet, so we'll see what happens with that. And, uh, yeah, Twitch.tv slash Voices of Misery Podcast. I'm getting better at that, by the way. My filter's not here, so I can't stay on topic. But I'm trying to. I'm trying to get better for you guys because I love you guys. Oh, by the way, we're going to record our first drop after I finish this one right here. This is for a, a podcast that reached out to us, and he asked us to do a drop for him. With our, uh, and they, they, they get about the same amount of downloads as us, so we're going to get to work on that real quick, record a drop, send it over to the guy, and uh, yeah, hopefully it brings in some more listeners. So welcome, new listeners. If you're going back in time after listening to the drop, hello, and listen to some more podcasts. 
Until then, it's been the nerd, and I'm bidding you adieu. Thanks for listening. Yes, it is I, Bin Hameen, commanding all of you to join the wrestling revolution, the underground of media, and follow our brothers at Voices of Misery on Twitter and subscribe to their podcast because they support HackerHameen.Podbean.com and you will go support VoicesOfMisery.Podbean.com because there is no more misery when you leave those FM Mark channels and you join the media underground of Voices of Misery and HackerHameen.Podbean.com. Rise and praise, y'all. <laughs>